horror fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, and joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. Happy Throbtober. We're here. Welcome to Throbtober. Kicking it off with, of course, a Halloween movie. Um, I was so excited to get back into the Halloween franchise, and especially part four, because I have had such a love-hate relationship with this movie over the years. I remember you telling me that. This has always actually been one of the strongest contenders in the series for me. Um, I mean, number one will forever be the strongest. Three is high. Uh, 2018 to me is very high. And there's peaks and valleys for the rest of it. I think four has always been like a standout one for me. Like one of the upper tiers. I feel, and this is one of the original Brett from Dimension Z VHS tapes from elementary school that I bought at Suncoast Video with my allowance. And this is what made me who I am today. Um, it's right back there. I still have it. Can I talk about how appropriate it is? This is our fourth October, and we're going to do Halloween 4. It's perfect. It's almost like we planned that, even though we didn't. It just happened. Like, so <laughs> we, many of we the things... That have... A minute before we came on, we realized that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, cool. Like, how many things have fallen into our lap? We're like, oh, that episode released on the anniversary of the movie? Perfect. Yeah, perfect. We'll say we did it on purpose. I love the atmosphere of this movie. I've always loved the atmosphere. The opening is one of the greatest, like, Halloween openings there is. Because it's just, like, farmland, and it feels like October. It's all the cool old-school decorations. What yeah. gets you is the writing of the characters and stuff. Because this was done uh, during a writer's strike. Yes, and they had to come up with, like, from coming up with the idea to, like, okay, this is the finished idea. It was, like, 11 days. And you know what, though? It's not bad, that considered, I don't think. No. No, what? not whatsoever. Not with uh, how long did they have to do Halloween Ends? And that's what we got? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, the, you mentioned the opening, which I guess that's perfect timing. Um. The opening's really weird to me, though, because, like you said, it is so cool and atmospheric and watching. I'm like, oh, okay, we're on. None of this movie takes place in this strange farmland with all these Halloween decorations, though. Where is this, and why are we seeing it? It looks like Pumpkinhead, like, all, all of a sudden, not Halloween. It's like a foreshadowing to, like, Halloween 5, where, like, they go out to the farm, and there's the kittens and everything. Yeah, but you know they didn't do that on purpose. No, no. I think they just went like, oh, this looks cool. Just throw some, like, paper uh, Halloween decorations around, some pumpkins. We're good. Yeah. I mean, it is a really cool visual, but it just looks weird. Like, I mean, it's just weird fitting in. I also love this so much, because there's a couple 80s movies that does that do this. Where it's Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. We promise everyone, it's like Friday the 13th, part six. Jason is alive. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, we love it, but it's been well known. Like, Halloween 3 was a financial flop and angered a lot of people. You know what I mean? To the point of I own Halloween's uh, 1, 2, and 4 on VHS tape that I bought in elementary school. Back then, I was even like, Michael Myers isn't in it. I don't like it. It took me so long to watch Halloween 3 and finally be like, oh. It's almost like it's completely yeah. own thing. Yeah, so they had to put it right out on Front Street. Like, hey, Michael is back. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because Carpenter originally wanted Halloween 4 to be a ghost story. Yeah. Now, this was only uh, Dwight H. Little, the director's fourth, like, job, pretty much. He did something in 85, 85, and 85, 86, something in 88, and then also this. So, like, I'm surprised he was handed this big, like, comeback for Michael Myers and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so weird of, like, you would think there would be, like, this is going to be, like, the big comeback. Let's try to get someone big, like, some kind of name, even if it's not, like, a huge director name, like, someone that's done a few things, maybe. No, it's just, like, uh, let's try with this guy. It's almost like they didn't want to pump too much, like, time and effort into it. They're just like, oh, we just want to make that box office. Yeah. Also, 10 years after the original, 78 to 88 fuck does the halloween franchise love its anniversaries like it oh, yeah. plays with anniversaries and it's been 10 years it's been 25 years halloween h2o 20 years like oh it's been 40 years that's exactly. all they care about is how long it's been since the original <laughs> i want to see halloween 100 oh god in space <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Um, so real quick, want to also mention Mustafa Akkad, executive yes. producer. Um, like I've said before, seeing the uh, Akkad, Mustafa Akkad, Akkad name on there is almost like seeing Carpenter at this point of like they've been so intertwined in this franchise. Yeah, he stayed with the franchise till he died. And then I think his son took over. Like, Yeah, now it's his son. So we still have an Akkad. Yeah. So it starts, we get that weird opening we talked about, but then we're at Ridgemont Federal Sanitarium, and it's October 30th, Brett, and they're going to transfer Michael Myers, because why the fuck not? Of course, and it's raining, and they got to get him into the ambulance. This is also, what is this asylum hospital they're going into? Of It has, like, the torture basement of, like, this is where we stick all the worst of the worst, and it's, like, just people screaming, like people just tied up all the time it looks like yeah the, the one guy's scared he's like oh jesus and the other guy's like jesus ain't got nothing to do with this place <laughs> is it uh, it's the faces you never forget the faces like i love that guy um but they just have michael myers permanently strapped to a gurney wrapped up like the invisible man which with the mask that we got just a second for the listener at home, I have grabbed my original copy of Halloween 4 on VHS tape and is about to show it to Greg. Do we get yes. that mask? No. No. We Not whatsoever. Get that mask, which is fucking horrible. I wish, because at one point later in the movie, we see Michael in the jumpsuit with just still like the wrappings around his face. They should have just kept him like that. It's still the blank expression face. You still get what they're getting at with it. Like, it fits. This mask is horrible. Yeah, it's not the worst in the series, though, but it is. No, there's a CGI mask in the series at one point. Yes. Um, we get a bunch of elevator exposition about him, and then we see him bandaged and tied down. And they're like, isn't Dr. Loomis here? I thought this was his patient. And we learn that Loomis's position is more ceremonial at this point. And he goes, if Dr. Loomis read memos, he'd be here. <laughs> no, he's Dr. Loomis is too busy being insane. 
I, dude, the thing that I think makes this not seem as much like a cheap cash grab sequel and makes it feel like still a true Halloween movie at this point, 10 years later, is Donald Pleasance's Dr. Loomis. You know what I mean? Oh. He's like the glue that holds it all together and really, because think, if you're seeing this when it first comes out, we have the advantage of knowing the whole franchise and where it went. But if you're watching this at the time, we saw Halloween 1, 2, then they went to 3, and you're hearing they're going back to that original story for this, you're like, I don't know. It could have just been Michael shows up. Bringing Loomis back, I think, really makes you feel like, okay, we are back in this story. Everything's going right again. Right. And because Jamie Lee Curtis was on her high horse at this point, which she is once again, now that the Halloween movies are over with again, and she's done with them, she's back on her horror movie suck high horse. That's where she was here. And so you're not getting her back. You got to get Donald Pleasance because like you said, other than that, it's just Michael Myers running around. Love Michael Myers so much. Have a Halloween tattoo. Not a whole lot of character there. No, exactly. But I got to say, between having Donald Pleasance in this movie or Jamie Lee Curtis, I would much rather have Donald Pleasance. I've come to find out. I feel like he is the lead of the Halloween like franchise. It's not Jamie Lee. Donald Pleasance is the number one besides Michael. I get what you're saying. I think Jamie Lee definitely gets that original Halloween one, 1000%. I can't yeah. take that away from her, but After as the that. series progresses, it's definitely Loomis is that driving force, like against Michael. Like he's the uh, Van Helsing to his Dracula and everything. Oh, it's so good because even like to the point of Donald Pleasance made these movies until he died of he's this little old man running around trying to stop Michael Myers. <laughs> But I love when they're loading up Michael into the ambulance to transfer him and everything, and the classic theme kicks in here and everything. It's so great. It's like, he's your problem now. Get him there safe. And then the doctor who has been looking over Michael, like, peers into the back of the ambulance, and he's wearing black and stuff. I don't know if this is me looking way too much into it, but is he part of the Thorn stuff? Like, is he kind of... Do you think he's like, whoa, it's been, it's time again. Like, I, I don't think so. I try to wipe any thorn away from my brain. 1000%. Because this is the beginning of the thorn trilogy that I love so much. Yeah, but it doesn't really kick here. You know what I mean? No. It doesn't show its face here. Do, do we even get like, I remember at some Nothing. point the man in black like steps off the bus or something. That's five, isn't it? So I guess yeah. this is just part of the trilogy because it brought Michael back. Yeah, and Jamie and everything. Yeah, and Michael seems to have weird, like, this is starting with, like, the weird connection between him and Jamie because, like, she gets flashes of him at times when he's not even in Haddonfield yet. Yeah, definitely. That's well established in this one. While they're driving, we also get our first hint that this is a new gorier Halloween and more bloody and everything compared to the earlier ones. Because, yeah. of course, Michael's going to break out. And he reaches up and grabs, like, the forehead of one of the paramedics and just shoves his thumb through his forehead. Look, I know people always like to say, Michael's just a man. Bullshit, my friend. Try to shove your thumb through someone's forehead without, like, even touching the back or anything without breaking your thumb first. He isn't a man. Then what is he? Loomis, what is he? Evil. 
But I love the paramedics. Like Michael is just like he's dormant. He doesn't care. He's laying there strapped down. He's like whatever. Paramedics have to start talking about his family and being like, oh, does he have any surviving relatives? Oh yeah, Jamie Lloyd. Her address is da 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 da. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's Michael's niece. And right at that point, Michael like makes the fist and is like, oh, I got another one. Also, I want yep. to real quick bring up the so at this point, it's all about Michael wanting to kill his family. Whatever yes. happened to mom and dad? Uh, Lori's dead. No, mom and Michael's mom and dad. Oh, that's a good question. Well, let's see. There's a good chance they're dead at this point, but not guaranteed. Um, I met, I don't think he wants to kill his parents because when that first night of killing where he kills his sister and everything, he had the chance to kill his parents if he wanted to. He didn't. Well, he also had the uh, chance to kill Jamie. Uh, I mean, uh, fuck, Laurie Strode and didn't do it. Yeah, so I think it's. I don't think. But he then he came back for like... her in Halloween. So I think no, the whole thing with Michael, which everyone hates, and it's so dumb. He wants to kill his whole family. It's just kind of like they forgot about the mom and dad. Just like don't mention it. No one will ever mention it. Yeah, you're right. But then he kills everyone in the ambulance. You don't see to see the forehead kill. Then we cut to Jamie, played by young Danielle Harris in this movie. And I want to give her props as being such a good actress that I'm worried for this child a lot of times in this movie. Yeah, she is. I remember for the longest time, like when I first watched this movie and up until maybe revisiting it when I'm like, was a lot older, I hated Jamie so much. Oh my God. Where it was a point of, cause I would watch this movie all the time and like, you know, when I lived at home and stuff with my parents. Yeah. And it's an ongoing joke still to this day of me and mom will be like, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Because Jamie just runs around screaming her name throughout the entire movie. Rachel, Ben, Jamie. I thought you were doing a pet cemetery thing right there. Rachel. But it's it's the same exact thing. It was just like annoying, like crow call almost of just like, <laughs> Rachel, where are you, Rachel? I know. I agree with you now of I feel she's good. Uh, we met her. She was very yes. nice. But she's looking out the window and she has a vision of the ambulance there. The vision thing. Just get out of the way. It's not explained. We don't know. It just happens throughout the movie. OK, there we go. Don't love it. No, me neither. But hey, whatever. Because it's very confusing unless you're really paying attention because you're like, oh, fuck, Michael's already there. He's in her bedroom. And there's like, wait a minute. He's still like way outside town the next day. Like, yeah, what's going on? Times. Yeah. Rachel, her foster sister, takes her right back now? to bed. <laughs> Jamie's looking at a picture of her mom just to give us the audience a story. Lori, she prays and then she sees Michael in the mirror and her closet door keeps opening and she's terrified. It opens and she goes back to bed and Michael reaches out and grabs her leg and she screams as hiding and everyone comes in and it's the nightmare man again. Yeah, it's just nothing but a scary old nasty dream. That's all it is. Um, 
I love that the picture that they use for like Laurie Strode, it's just like a picture of Jamie Lee Curtis on the set because she's yeah. sitting on the like on that stoop thing with the pumpkin, making the goofiest fucking face. She's like all teeth. It's like <laughs> <laughs> and Haddonfield, October thirty first, nineteen eighty eight, Brett. Oh my god, there's no better place in the world to be. The next morning, the babysitter who's going to watch Jamie that night calls off because she hurt her ankle. And the mom brings up a good point. She's like, you can't bring your crutches here? No? Okay. Why not? Bring your crutches! I love that the mom is talking to what I'm guessing is like a high school girl. Being like, well, I know you just like had her traumatic injury. You could still come though, right? To like watch our like little girl. Like, because we need to go out to this big company get together. Yeah. It's just but, so funny of like the mom's like, oh yeah, I guess you can't. Like she's like pushing it. Like <laughs> <laughs> So Rachel's but, gonna have to stay home and watch her, and she's complaining because she had a big date with Brady tonight. Not only have you now, um it, I think he was gonna do a commitment. Like tonight was gonna be really big for us. So now you've jeopardized our marriage, our children, and your future grandchildren, because I have to watch Jamie. And then of course Jamie comes around the corner and is like <laughs> It's all my fault. If I wasn't here, you could go out. And the parents are like, good going, Rachel. That little girl needs us now more than ever. You're the parents. Rachel is just a high school kid. If Sorry, you're so I ruined worried, everything. If you're so worried, maybe one of you stay home. Do you both have to go to the big Halloween get together? Like, maybe just send the <laughs> wife. <laughs> Um, and, but it's like one of those immediate, everything's okay. Cause Rachel goes up and talks yeah. to her is like, do you want to go trick or treating tonight? She goes, no. But okay. You want to get ice cream? Okay. And they're fine right away. Okay. Double, Price double averted. scoops. Double yes. scoops. Um, I do real quick want to say like, I love the, uh, eighties, like breakfast, like kitchen scene. Of like mom's cooking eggs, there's steam everywhere, there's coffee going. Like dad tip dips his tie in his coffee and then yes. looks at looks at the wife to be like, This is your problem now. What do I do? Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like he's she's like, go in the laundry room, get your tie. I can't wear this one, it has a stain on it. No, the other tie. Like she has to do everything for him. <laughs> but he dips his tie in his coffee and he turns around like Look what you did. Exactly. <laughs> Why have you done this to me, woman? God damn it. <laughs> um, the next day, Loomis has arrived at work. And he is pissed. Oh, fucking Loomis. I love the opening of Loomis strutting down the hallway with his fucking pimp king spinning. He's like, I heard <laughs> you let Michael Myers out. Because he, like, slams. He, like throws the doctor's door open and like hits the wall he's like what did you do you let the evil out <laughs> why wasn't i notified <laughs> <laughs> right then of course the phone rings there is not a worse time for this to happen if you're this other doctor you're like, i'm sure everything's fine as this madman who's sworn this patient as his mortal enemy you're like look it's no big deal it's fine that phone rings, and Loomis just looks at the phone. And th this poor doctor, look, you made a dumb choice transferring him on Halloween, because that's his special power day. But he yeah. looks at the phone, and he has to be like, 
this couldn't have rang earlier or five minutes later, right now, right here, with this crazy cane man staring at me. <laughs> he's like, because he's like, look, look what happened to me. He's like showing like his scarred his hand bones. and the scarred face. Yeah. It's like, I don't want this to ever happen to anyone again. And then the phone rings and the doctor goes, there's been an accident. And I love Loomis doesn't even, it could be any kind of accident. There was a lab thing like, oh, um, one of the pa other patients escaped. No, it's like the air conditioning broke. There's been an accident and Loomis just like, whoop, like spins around, doesn't even like get an explanation, doesn't know where the accident happened. It's just like, because he's like, Lewis, Lewis, he's fine. No, it's not Michael. <laughs> Lewis, there's a leaking pipe downstairs someone bumped into. Lewis is going after Michael. <laughs> I shot him six times. Um, Loomis is on the accident scene. The ambulance is upside down in the river, and Loomis just starts wading in past the police. Doesn't identify himself as a doctor or anything either. For all they know, this mad old man has shown up and starts wading into the river at the crime scene. He just like yeah, he's like, how many dead? There's like four dead and Michael. But uh, how many bodies? I don't know. They're all chewed up. And yeah, they're like, Loomis, Loomis, stop. Like, what are you doing? Because he's like waiting in basically like blood water, it looks like. He goes out there with his cane. I love his like big trench coats like floating on top of the water. Yes, he looks like, like he's going to the ball. <laughs> yeah, he just like peers inside the ambulance, goes, hmm, yep, that's blood. And then it's like, well, Sheriff, because they're like, where are you going? He's like, Haddonfield. It's about four hour drive. If you don't catch him in the next four hours, I will. <laughs> I love that. Like, hey, he could have been ejected. We've seen bodies fly like <laughs> sixty feet and everything. Loomis is like, you're talking about him as if he was a human being. The what do you? What is he, Loomis? Evil. Bam, bam, bam. It's just so he because Loomis actually has no idea. He's just like, hey, there's something wrong with this man. I don't know what it is. People keep thinking I'm the expert. Um, I'll be real dramatic. Evil. Yeah, that's good. That's good. He's like practicing in the mirror. Dude, I fucking love Dr. Loomis so much. Oh, he's so great. Because from here on out, he just gets more and more insane. Oh, yeah. We cut to a mechanic in a garage. Of course. Poor mechanics that live near Haddonfield. Maybe if you'd stop wearing jumpsuits, you guys would be fine. That should be a regulation if you live near the area. Hey, mechanics, you're not allowed to wear jumpsuits because every few years, this really tall murdery guy breaks out and will kill you for it. Or, like, don't wear the dark blue, like, jumpsuit. Wear, like, hot pink because Michael's going to go and be like, ah, that's not my brand. He keeps moving along. It's like October 31st, 11.50 p.m. He finally finds a jumpsuit. He's like, okay, I could do this. And he gets to Haddonfield like, oh, fuck, November 1st. I just imagine exactly. he just stops. He's just like. <laughs> yeah, he kills the guy for his jumpsuit. And at this gas station diner, like, attached place. These, are these still a big thing? Because I remember these used to be a big thing, like the gas station diners. Yeah. I haven't seen them lately, like, though. Like, there would be, like, an auto body part, gas station, and then diner. 
you know what, I'm lying. There actually is one close to me that I just clicked in my head. I'm like, yeah, Greg, there's one 20 minutes away. Okay, never mind. Yep, they're still there. Oh, yeah, I know, but there's like one truck stop not far yeah. from me. Yeah. But Loomis happens to stop for gas at the same place, runs over the little ding-ding thing to have his gas pumped. Like Land of the Dead, Big Daddy's going to come walking out. <laughs> um, I love he like immediately jumps out of the car. He's like, hello, hello. He's like, it's such a big hurry. I also hate the cars that have the gas cap under the license plate because he's like trying to hold the license plate down and get the gas thing in there. This poor old man's having a hell of a time. Yeah. But he goes, um, he just starts pumping it himself and everything. And he's walking in to find the guy and this chained body drops. So Michael has been here. You know, he's going through his head already. Dude, everyone would think Loomis is insane if he wasn't always fucking right for some reason. Because he should be wrong. It's happenstance. Yeah. He stops at the place Michael happens to be. So you can't really ever be like, that man's mad. Take him off the job. Because he always ends up being right. But it's just like the greatest luck ever. Yes, exactly. Loomis goes running into the diner part. That is this just an Abraham Lincoln diner? Because they have like five pictures of him <laughs> on the back wall. And then some random other presidents too, but just so much Lincoln. And here in a minute, because we like Loomis goes to the one phone and it's smashed and he goes to another one and the cord's cut. I want to see that part of Halloween of Michael Myers just running around trying to find all the phones of just like, okay, like he's like, I got to do this quick. Um, but then like Loomis turns around and Michael is standing in the kitchen in the jumpsuit with the invisible man head wrap looks so good. But there's a close up on Dr. Loomis. There, there's Dr. Loomis right here and a smiling Abraham Lincoln right beside him. Way too close. I have a theory, theory Brett. The Lincoln Highway runs across the whole country. I did just check. It does go through Illinois. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Lincoln Highway Diner. There we go. Gotcha. Oh, man, I want to go to a diner so bad now. But yeah, so he sees Michael. He's right there. And he starts, like, pleading with him. He's like, Michael, do whatever you want. But don't go to Haddonfield. Leave those poor people alone. They've been through enough. Michael he's like, doesn't fucking react. You want another victim? Take me. As he, like, dramatically drops his cane. Yes. And he's, Loomis has a shot. He takes a shot. He misses. And Michael's just gone. Yeah, Loomis goes outside because Michael was, like, disappeared all of a sudden. After Loomis only shot four times, Loomis, he got two more bullets. Um, But he, like, goes running outside. He's like, Michael! As Michael takes the tow truck and, like, plows through like the gas pumps um well no he we get action we get action jump loomis here too as that truck breaks out he jumps over like barrels and it's like in slow motion it's like rah, this old man who can't walk is now hurtling things but the entire gas station explodes then the um you see the phone lines get burnt and knocked out like michael does a bunch at once yes um, we cut to Jamie being picked on in school by the meanest children I've ever seen. Okay, I figured we were getting this. Your <laughs> uncle's the boogeyman. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, it's okay. Halloween. It's still mean, but I figured we'd get this. And they're like, your parents are dead! Ha <laughs> ha! And they all chant, Jamie! 
Jamie's an orphan. Jamie's an orphan. And this poor fucking girl. Why would you do this? Jamie's mommy's a mummy. But they're the most fucking brutal kids ever. Like, I remember, like, yeah, back in the day, kids could be really shitty to themselves. Not to the point of, like, haha, your parents died. Yeah, dude, like, to get slightly personal, I had an immediate family member death when I was, like, about Jamie's age. Like, well, I was a little older. But still, like, around there. And the meanest fucking kids at school still weren't like that. Like, they were like, hey, sorry about it. And then a few months later, they went back to being assholes. But, like, no, kids are evil and mean. Like, they are. But they're not like this. This is, like, Stephen King-level bullies. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, I'm going to burn you with a cigarette because your parents died. I'm going to burn <laughs> mom into your arm so you never forget. <laughs> she does like a big like running away in slow-mo outside the school with everyone else's in the costumes. And she's like, ah, and she like runs up against the tree. And then Rachel's like, Jamie. And Jamie's like, Rachel. And then they run into the car. Rachel and her friend Lindsay picked Jamie up from school, and Jamie's decided that she wants to go trick-or-treating tonight. But can we still get ice cream? We'll still get ice cream. Yeah. And then we're at the store picking out the costume. I have a question about this store, Brett. Yeah. You're Haddonfield, Illinois. Twice now, this town has been this little boy back like when he was a kid. Killed someone on Halloween night. Whatever. Then he came back on a rampage with this mask. It's not even like a a super known character mask. Yes, I know in real life it's a William Shatner mask turned backwards. But in this world, it's just a mask. So it's not like, say someone killed somebody wearing a hockey mask. They're still going to sell hockey masks. You know what I mean? It's right. a common thing. But this is just a random mask. You'd think maybe Haddonfield will be like, hey, we're not going to sell that one within the city limits anymore. Why are there the Michael masks here? It's like if Chicago had Pogo the Clown masks. Like, three years after Gacy did all of his stuff. Like, it's so insane. Yeah. Like, this movie does that. They always have the Michael mask. The ghost face uh, scream mask is always in Scream. Now, that one I can even forgive, though, because they turned that into a big movie franchise and everything. So I can even forgive that. There's no movie yeah. about Michael Myers in the movies. You know what I mean? No. Like, what kid is running up to mom and dad being like, I want to dress as Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, well, we did see exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, that, let's be real. Those were the parents having the kids do that. Yeah, oh my god, I still have that picture from last Halloween of it's like the four-year-old with like the blue barrel. Yes. <laughs> I want to mention this store because, <laughs> oh my god, is it dripping with so much like great vintage Halloween stuff of, yeah. I follow people on YouTube that their main goal is to like get all of these little props that are in the background of the one guy went to a thrift store and found a whole box of these little skulls still in the package that you see in the background for like two seconds, but he got like 50 of them kind of thing. There's like it. Cause there's a lot of amazing looking masks. Like it reminds me almost like back in the day when you would go to like, Big Lots or Walmart or something like it. The stores actually had pretty good quality stuff. And like, I got a great um, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason, like full head mask from like Big Lots when I was in elementary school. They had good shit like this. It wasn't just the flimsy stuff they have now. Yeah. But um, 
I just love like the aesthetic of the store so much. Also, did you notice who one of the masks were? Do you see who was in the background in like two different scenes? No. Lobo. Oh, cool. Tor Johnson. I I didn't notice. Yeah, it's the famous Tor Johnson mask of he's one of the only people in the entire world to have a Halloween mask made out of his own face with nothing special about it. <laughs> At the store, Brady, who's Rachel's date tonight, Rachel tells him how he ha- she has to cancel the date to watch Jamie. And this is classic asshole horror boyfriend 101. Oh, yeah, because he's like, when did you find out? She's like, this morning? And you're just telling me now? Like, I could have been working on finding a new date all day. He doesn't say that, but that's exactly what he's going to do. Yeah, like, I could have been, like, trying to uh, work big uh, big tits over there up to, like, come over. Which she doesn't need a whole lot of working up, it seems. Because he's almost Brady just goes, okay, what about you? She's like, okay. (laughs) Um. But Michael's in the mirror, scares Jamie again. Another screaming. She breaks the mirror. Rachel comes over oh. and gets her. I also want to mention, because Jamie's looking through all the costumes on October 31st. So these are all picked over. This is the shitty costumes, which makes sense because I've always hated this fucking clown costume so much. It's so fucking stupid. I remember being in elementary school, talking to mom about the movie and being like, that's the worst costume ever. I would just not go as anything if that was the only option. It's I hate the puffy clown costume. It's so stupid. See, I, kinda, I love it. I, I always like this. And just because of like the Michael costume when he was a kid. I, That's why I always liked it. I know, but it looks so dumb. I've always hated it. Um, but yeah, Michael just appears. I love you get the uh, shot of his hand, his scarred hand grabbing the mask and like ripping it off. And then he's like putting it on right behind her. And she backs into the mirror and shatters it. And then Rachel goes running. She like knocks over like two different displays for no reason on her way there. And then we have cut to hitchhiking Loomis um, being almost picked up by this group of young people. Like, come on, old man. He's tired and hot and sweaty. He's been just went through a fucking explosion and dove. He probably hurt his hip a little bit. But he goes up to these nice young people and they pull away and dust him. And poor Loomis. And then the sneezy Reverend shows up and does pick him up. Reverend Jackson P. Shayer. I love that the young people car, it's like they were cheerleaders and they're literally doing the pom-poms like, come on, old man. And then, yeah, I love this reverend. So, oh, he's like smiling. He's like, oh, I got to take you young people. And then, yeah, like they like blow dust in his face where he's like, and he's just standing there in the dust. And this old fucking truck pulls up with Reverend Jackson P. Shayer at your service. And he's like, come on, old man, I don't got till Judgment Day. And he's like, I saw it back there in the dust. You got it in you, too. You're chasing the evil as well. And so am I. He takes this big old slug of whiskey. You're hunting it, ain't you? Yeah, you're hunting it, all right. Just like me. What are you hunting, Mr. Sam? Apocalypse, end of the world, Armageddon. It's always got a face and a name. And this is one of the only times I've ever seen Loomis smile. Because the Reverend goes, you want some? And Loomis goes, mm-hmm. He doesn't even say anything. He just does like a little smirk. It's like, mm-hmm. And he takes a big old slug. 
and then the reverend starts singing hymns or something and loomis is like just smiling he's having a great time he's like ah maybe i'll just hang out with this guy now like this is one of the only times in the series you see loomis seem happy yeah it's just like he got like a minute of rest and it's almost like oh he's met like a fellow chaser of the evil kind of thing so i love the reverend's like uh you've seen it haven't you i have too come too close a time or two too damn close they make this guy a reverend for one reason and one reason only so loomis can get some cheesy big grandiose like biblical-esque lines talking about michael and everything and and what was the reverend say you can't kill damnation, mister. Like, just so you can get, like, these things about Michael in. And he's like, Loomis is like, I know that, sir. He's like, I knew it. I saw it in the dust back there. I see it in your eye. As we gather around the river, the beautiful, beautiful river. <laughs> the parents leave for the night so Jamie and Rachel go trick-or-treating. And... I guess Michael's in the house at this point, because you do get POV cam and, like, clearly Michael's hand going through Jamie's stuff in the bedroom and sees the Lori picture and stuff like that. I love it so much because it's like they're holding the camera and the camera guy is also doing it because it's that awkward thing. Like, you have your phone up and you're trying to be like, hey, look at me, grab this. But it doesn't look natural at all. Like, your hand's, like, going all over the place. So we... Why does she have a picture of a young serial killer in her box of photos. I I struggle with this, because, like, at the end of the day, it's one of the only relatives she has, so maybe that. Like, not like, oh, I like him, but, you know, I mean, just, like, family history stuff, because she is in the foster system and everything like that, you know, like, just to have, like, her family history and everything, maybe something like that. She's looking through her, like, album. It's like, oh, that's Unky Ramirez. There's Grampy Gacy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Loomis shows up at the Haddonfield police station. and oh, Once again, he, he just see... comes bursting into a room. Like, I need the sheriff. Where's Brackett? Brackett's retired. He's like, well, you're going to have to go to Florida. He's retired. But the new sheriff, like, at first they're writing him off. I'm glad we don't spend too much time on this. But eventually he does take him seriously and everything. Okay, let's go get Jamie. That's his only relative around here. Well, we have a great thing because Loomis then starts to explain who he is to the new sheriff. And the sheriff's like, we know who you are. Like, it was only 10 years ago. Everyone in this town knows your name. Why are you back? And he's like, Michael, the evil has returned. It's like, he's catatonic. It's like, no, there's a trail of destruction from four hours ago to here. The phone lines are down because they like try to make a call. And the one deputy is like, yeah, phone lines are down, sheriff. It must be Michael Myers. I like that no one's tried to make a phone call and already knew the phone lines were down the whole time leading up to this moment. Oh, no, it's just like little Haddonfield. It's like sequestered (laughs) off by itself. Um, But Rachel sees Brady at Kelly, the other girl's house, when she's trick-or-treating with Jamie. And I love her shirt. It's just cops do it by the book. And she's just wearing a giant t-shirt is all. Yes. And, of course, like, Jamie keeps going with the other kids as Rachel stands there to argue with Brady for a second, and he goes back into the house, and then Jamie's just gone. 
these are the Jamies and orphan kids that were just screaming at you about how your parents died. Now they're like, oh, wow, cool costume. Bullshit. You want to come <laughs> trick-or-treating with us? Yep, exactly. But so Rachel loses Jamie. At the bar, we are introduced to the to all these bar patrons. The denim and flannel pickup truck militia, as they will be later on. <laughs> Well, I love because there's like there. I um also this is another cool like set piece because this feels like an actual like smoky bar. Like there's yeah. smoke banked down. Did you see the Spuds McKenzie like blow up thing? Yeah, sitting there. I thought that was cool. Like, oh yeah, I remember him. Um, but there's like an announcement on the TV. He's like, everyone, be quiet. Shut up. And there's like something about like uh, all businesses must close. Everyone like go to your home this this is an emergency and i love earl's like he takes a swig of his beer and he's like uh calling the police station he's like who you calling earl it's like i ain't shutting down for no good reason so he calls the police station no one answers he's like that's weird no one picked up all right everyone come on uh betty you watch the register sure thing earl And they all go like, where are we going to go? What are we doing? It's like, phone doesn't just ring at a police station. It might. (laughs) They muster a small militia and pile into all their pickup trucks and they're heading off for the police station. They've all been like, I just imagine they've all been day drinking. This is now going into the night. Because they're yeah. all kind of like, they're slumped at the bar. You tell like the other guys are like, I don't want to go chasing around the town. I just want to sit here and drink. But yeah, they all pile up into their pickup trucks and take off. Yep, exactly. Oh, I love yeah. it. Well, we go wake up the sheriff. Go to the sheriff's house. This is like immediately because like, sheriff, someone didn't answer the phone at the police station. Wake up. <laughs> um. Then we have this uh, worker at the power grid and everything. His name's Bucky because it says on his shirt and his hat and his hard hat. I'm just big Bucky. That's how I remember him. But of course, Michael shows up and what are you doing? I'm going to call the police. And Michael grabs him and just heaves him onto the grid and he electrocutes, zaps and dies. And of course, it knocks out power for the town. Uh, Personal history about me. I used to work at a power plant. I'm quite familiar with these type of things. That would not knock out power to the whole town at all. It might go, and that's the end of it. If that, it probably wouldn't. You'd be fine. You can't just throw somebody onto power lines and it knocks out the state's power. Yeah, that's not how it works. I also love that Bucky is extremely unlucky here. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Um, But he's like, okay, now you stay... That's your good your good joke along. <laughs> Yay. Um, Bucky's like, you're trespassing. He's like, all right, you stay right there. I'm going to go get the cops. And Bucky, like, turns his back on him and walks, like, a few steps. And then at one point, he kind of turns to, like, okay, he's still there. Then Michael starts walking. Bucky told you to stay. <laughs> Where are we at here? Oh, Jamie's on her own, but Rachel finds her. At right as she finds her, Loomis and the sheriff find them. Everyone's just coming together right at once. I want to, I have to mention. Okay, so Rachel does not know what's going on whatsoever. Just no, all she of a just sudden lost the, Jamie. She just lost Jamie, and all of a sudden the streets are like clear. She doesn't know yeah. that Michael Myers is back. There's a curfew. She's walking down like this weird alleyway, 
and she this is halloween night people walk around in masks she just happens to see someone walking towards her it is michael myers but it's just a man in a mask on a street on halloween she's like oh my god and like goes running away she like climbs a fence and like falls onto the other side like running away like bloody hell why why do you don't know anything that's going on you're just like oh no a man and, ah! <laughs> i never understood that because i never I, thought of it until now it's halloween everyone has a scary mask she doesn't know what's going on obviously because like like you said loomis and the sheriff find her and she's like what's going on yeah <laughs> She's just like petrified of this man for no reason. <laughs> like we said right there, Loomis and the sheriff find them, but then Michael appears. But then Michael appears. But then Michael appears. This is the police. They an announcement came over, clear the streets, go to your homes. There is an emergency. And you are going to prank the sheriff by dressing up like a known serial killer who you don't know but has just recently escaped and surround the cops. And like he pulls his gun, like, don't shoot, and they take it off and run away laughing. Like, oh you damn pranksters. In what world is this a safe idea? Tonight's top story, Sheriff mows down children after they dress up as a serial killer and surround them on hell. What did you think was going to happen? They're lucky Loomis didn't kill him right then. Oh, because the the one the first Michael appears, fake Michael, and the sheriff goes, Loomis, is that him? And Loomis is like, yes, it is. <laughs> Points the gun at him, and that's when they go like, whoa, sheriff. Like, ha ha, we got you. Trick the sheriff. Ha ha ha. Yeah, just idiots, all of them. <laughs> but uh, they're at the police station, and the police station is trash, and all the cops there are dead. Michael's already been there. Um, just throwing out for count of the dead purposes, we only see one body. I don't know how many mm. cops were there, so one got thrown on. I'm sure there were more. Okay. I love that there's the they're like looking around with the flashlights, and they look at like the one banister, and the cop's arm is just missing. Yes. The militia arrives right outside the station at this moment, and the sheriff's trying not to tell him what goes on. And of course, Lewis, it's Michael Myers! He's come back! I just, it's, yeah, because the sheriff's like, Earl, go home, Earl. Like, you know, we got this covered. It's like, it looks like you're closed for business. And like you said, Loomis is like, we need these guys because you have no police force. He's like, it was Michael Myers. They're like, oh. like, let us handle it, Earl. Like you handled it 10 years ago. Ding. <laughs> um, by the way, the deputy watching Jamie's house, who was left there to watch it, leaves once the sheriff calls him and everything. Michael's in the back of his car. And this is right when the parents get home. So in this Halloween movie, the parents coming home will actually survive for once. Yes. I want to also mention the cop car pulls out of their driveway and leaves. Immediately, the parents pull in. At no point are they like, why is there a cop car at our house? Maybe we're going to follow the cop car. Yeah, exactly. Because they go rushing in, and they're like, Jamie! Jamie! Rachel! And they, like, swing the door open. Like, there's so much panic in this movie. Because, like, even when the call goes out about, like, clear the streets, you get just all the kids trick-or-treating and stuff. All of a sudden, like, all the parents are like, Arr! 
in their car, like grabs them. They're like, get in the car. They throw them in. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at next? Oh, one of the uh, redneck trucks, C. Michael, quote unquote, C. Michael. Uh, there he is. I saw him in them bushes. And they all just fucking fire into the bushes, just unload everything they have into them. Then they get out and they go up and check the bush and they're like, Shit, Earl, it's Ted Hollister. They're just <laughs> mowing down people and down. They just I also just love they make up a name. It's just like we never see Ted Hollister ever. It's just like oh, we know shit. he's dead. Why was Ted Hollister in the bushes? Yeah, true. On uh, Halloween night, maybe Ted Hollister was up to no good anyway. I imagine he was like just left a party or something, or he's been drinking too much. He's like, I gotta go take a piss. What's the worst that could happen to? I'll go pitch over here by this building. Blam! (laughs) 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 Just looks like Swiss cheese with how much they shot him. Dude, because it feels like them shooting goes for like five minutes. Dude, do you remember in Predator when we covered that? There's that scene where they're like, it's in the bushes, but no one knows what they're shooting at. And everyone just shoots for like five minutes in this general direction. That's exactly what they're doing here. They don't even see. It's just bushes. They're just fucking firing at this thing until they're out of ammo. Because they pull up. They're all aiming. And you see the one bush just go, like it like jiggles a little bit like i imagine I thought it was like, gonna be a raccoon or something exactly that's like the comedic timing of like a raccoon goes running out and all these drunk rednecks just wasted all their ammunition yeah but uh back at where brady and kelly were making out we find out kelly is the sheriff's daughter because they're making out it's getting hot she takes off her cops do a better shirt and oh, oh it's getting hot here but then someone pulls in the driveway it's kelly's dad and they're like, shit, they're doing the comedic get ready real fast and everything. The dad comes in and isn't concerned that Brady's there because shit's going down. And of course, the worst place you can end up if you're Rachel is at this house with these two and everything like this. Yeah, because she knows exactly what's going on. Also, the big one of the biggest fucking teases of horror movie history, because she takes off the giant, the cops do it by the book shirt. And then she's slowly taking her bra off and she's about to take it off. But he Brady can't wait because he goes in to hug her before she could get completely like naked. Because then here in a minute, like you said, like she's like, oh, no, my dad's home. Also, and a crazy old man and a little girl (laughs) because she goes, she stands up to put her like cops do it by the book shirt back on. And they're swinging. (laughs) They definitely are. There's some fucking major, like, they're hitting her back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But everyone's at the house now. The sheriff gives Brady a shotgun. He's like, do you know how to use this? Yes, he goes, I want you to go up to the attic and make sure everything's shut and nothing comes in. And if I catch you groping my daughter, I'm going to use that gun on you. Well, I love Brady's like, uh, maybe I should go home to my parents. And the sheriff's like, no. <laughs> yes. They're barricading the house and... The sheriff gets through on the radio to the state police. He says Michael Myers is coming. I'm glad they don't stick with the, yeah, bullshit they ask. Is this a prank? They're like, no, I got a whole station. Well, that okay, we're sending them right away. I love the delivery because the state police are like, is this some kind of Halloween prank? And the sheriff's like, no, no, it's not. This is a dire situation. Like, just like, please, all of my cops are dead. 
uh, Loomis is going to Jamie's foster parents' house to check there, and Rachel and Kelly are in the kitchen, and this is when you know Kelly's a goner for real. Halloween, I mean, horror movie tropes, definitely. She goes, you have to wise up to want to what men want, Rachel. Like, talk about how she doesn't put out or anything. So you, you know she's a goner right there. Yeah, you gotta wise up to what men want, or Brady's not gonna be the first man you lose to another woman. And it's like, damn! And then Rachel throws hot coffee all over her, because she's like, here, have some coffee. It's like, damn! The sheriff leaves to deal with the rednecks, because word has gotten back that they just shot up a random guy. They're talking over the radio, like, we just can't tear toaster! <laughs> like, yeah, let's admit our murder charge on the radio. The sheriff is like, oh, those motherfuckers, fucking idiots. Because he's like, I gotta go out there and stop them. Who's gonna be next? A woman? A child? Kelly lights a candle, like, because it's dark and there's no power. And she sees the dead deputy who was right there. Michael got him. And it's giant scream, everything like that. It's great because she goes walking in like it looks like the deputy's just still sitting there with the shotgun in the rocking chair. And she mentions this is so such a fucking 80s movie. Like, Too bad we don't have power so we could, we could watch some MTV to pass the time. Um, but yeah, then she lights the candle. Once again, a great atmosphere moment. It's real dark. She lights the candle. All of a sudden there's a body just right there. Then Michael Myers, famous slasher killer, stands up with a shotgun. Very first time watching this, I remember being like, oh, this is new. Like, this is elementary school me being like, I've never seen this before. Because he takes the gun, and the, but then he swings it and fucking plunges it through her and a door. And she, it's like the classic original Halloween kill. But now it's with a shotgun through a person. It's just, what kind of force do you have to have to prepare a blunt-ended object all the way through a person? I mean, the same kind of force to plunge your thumb through someone's forehead so I can look over it. I remember that thumb scene always fucking, like, it's so original and so fucking brutal looking. But Rachel was watching the radio at this point after the sheriff left and the state cops radio back. They're on their way. They're almost there. So she runs up to tell the deputy, who, remind you, is dead. And she sees all the bodies, screams, and goes up looking for Jamie. Brady comes down from the attic and he wants to leave without Jamie. But they're trapped in the house for some reason. Why can't they get out of the house? Because they nailed it oh. shut. No, there's a key that locks, I guess, the inside of the door. Okay, You can lock it sense. from the inside with a key. <laughs> Um, and then because Brady, yeah, like you said, he wants to take off because Rach Rachel is like, we gotta get Jamie because everyone just says everyone's name so much in this fucking movie. We know who you yeah. all are. Um, but yeah, you Brady's like, no, it's nice for this because usually I'm like, who the fuck are you? They said your name once at the beginning of the movie. I don't know. Yeah, true. This is the exact opposite of the every sentence starts with the person's name. Um, but yeah, Brady shoots the door. It's metal. And then she's like, what does that mean? It's like, it means we're trapped inside this house. Like there aren't windows. Yeah, smash a window. Come on. Smash a window out. Because now Jamie comes wandering out of like a bedroom. Like, looks like she's rubbing her eye. Like she's been just asleep in a bedroom somewhere. Because Jamie, Rachel. And it's like, yeah, you were about to leave me. Like legit, Rachel was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> But they find Jamie, but Michael's there. Um, 
The other two go run upstairs and Brady goes to fight Michael. He's reloading, but Michael grabs a shotgun and just smacks him with the gun like in the face as they're fighting over it. He's unfazed by punches when Brady starts like trying to fight back. And then I guess the only way I can describe this is he breaks his face. Like he grabs his face in his hands and starts crushing it. Yeah, he grabs, like, the top of his head and his jaw and is, like, raising him up and crushing it. But I love that Brady still has the time to go, and spit out some blood for no reason. (laughs) It might have been like he was choking on it type deal, like, if he was bleeding so much. It was like he was like, (laughs) (laughs) Ba-ding! Yeah. (laughs) Um, Rachel and Jamie in the attic break out the window to go on the roof. You know, the thing they couldn't think to do earlier. And they come up with this idea where they tie Jamie up with, I don't know where they found this. I think it was like a cable wire or something. Yeah. And she's luring Jamie off the roof. And of course, Michael's up there and gets Rachel. Does he, what's he do? Does he like slash her? Well, um, because Jamie and Rachel, like Jamie's on the back on Rachel's back and they're climbing up the roof and it's all looks very slippery and they get to the top. And then Michael's just walking on the roof with, it has a fuck of a slope. And he's just walking towards them. And then, yeah, Jamie, like, goes down to the uh, chimney. Rachel, like, follows. And then, like, Rachel ties her up and is lowering her down. It's like, don't worry, I got you. Immediately drops her. Because we cut to a scene where Jamie goes, she's, like, falling and then gets caught, like, by the thing. And is, like, struggling. (laughs) Like, oh, shit. Then Rachel (laughs) falls on the gutter. And he's like doing like trying to slash her hand. Yeah, kind of that's thing. right. And then she just falls off the roof. I thought she was dead here. I remember the first time yeah. I saw this. We were like, oh, Rachel's dead. Yeah. But Jamie gets down somehow. And like, come alive, Rachel. No, Rachel. It's sad. This poor kid has someone she actually oh. likes. And now she's dead. She's not, but she thinks she is. I fucking hate the delivery of come alive, Rachel. Come back alive. It's like, oh, fucking stupid. Talk right. <laughs> it's like Simba, Dad, wake up and Lion King. But I've never heard the phrase come back alive. Like, that's what is true. That? Yeah, you're either alive or you're not. You don't come back alive. Don't be dead, Rachel. You can't be dead. Loomis finds Jamie and she's like, where's the schoolhouse? It'll be safe there. Why? Why the school? Yeah. Why not a random house that no one would think of that doesn't have an alarm to signal that you're there? Yeah. Pick any of these houses, go in. This girl's in trouble. We'll let you or, in. Loomis, what happened to your car? Yeah, just get the fuck out of Haddonfield. Drive away. But I also love that Lo- I think Loomis is so old, he calls it a schoolhouse and not just where's the school. Yes. <laughs> I did notice that too. But they get to the schoolhouse and they set off the fire alarm going in. Michael gets there, throws Loomis through a window. No. <laughs> Donald Pleasance. Michael Myers does not throw Loomis through a window. The ghost of Ben Tramer from Halloween 2 comes back and throws Loomis through a window because the wig is blonde. Oh, fair. Michael Michael Myers' mask has blonde hair, the same as Ben Tramer from Halloween 2, when he got plowed into by the uh, cop car going 80 miles an hour down the residential street, and he got burnt to death. No, this is the ghost of Ben Tramer that for some reason they used a different mask for this one scene and then left it in being like, ah, oh, no one will notice. Hi. We noticed. 
No, I have a whole headcanon about why this happened now. Um, Michael gets Jamie, but is stopped by Rachel with the fire extinguisher. Right as they get outside, they tell her rednecks, Michael's in the school. And Rachel tells, I mean, and they tell him, Michael's in the school. And they're about to fight. And they're like, you know what? The cops are on the way. First smart decision they made. Let's get them out of here. I was so glad they did this because they're like, look how many people he's already killed. Maybe we should just go. It's so funny because they're so gung-ho. Running around the town, shooting guns, chasing people, killing the wrong people. They finally are like, Michael Myers is in this building. The thing that you've been searching for all night. And they like chicken out. They're like, I don't know, Earl. Let, let, let the cops take care of them. That's what they're paid for. Exactly. Why is this your issue, redneck man? I like to see the cops on the way out and their way to signal to the cops, hey, we're the good guys. <laughs> it's like because they're in the truck and there's some other guys in the, the bed of the truck. Some of the guys in the bed of the truck just fire off the shotgun into the sky. <laughs> right. While like five state cops are driving by them. Yeah, you're thinking like immediate because they just the one cop stops and they pull up. They're like, oh, yeah, we're heading out of ha uh, Haddonfield. We got a couple survivors here they're like oh, okay go up four more miles up the road and they'll take care of you how do you like yeah. how do the state police not know like one of these people's michael myers like exactly they don't, they don't have the like he's evil thing that loomis does why didn't that cop go okay well then we're gonna escort you back to the barracks and then i'm gonna go back up and meet up with the rest of the people or whatever like the cops just like oh okay yeah it's fine go ahead Bigger question that ties in with our next moment. Why didn't that cop see Michael Myers hanging on the back of the truck? Because <laughs> apparently that's what he's been doing. <laughs> Was he just getting drugged the whole time? He's just hanging on the tailgate. Just like... <laughs> His legs are getting ground off as it's driving away. <laughs> yeah. But he climbs up and he dispatches the three that are in the back of the truck. Stabs them, throws them out of the truck. Then he punches through the window and just starts peeling off the driver's oh. fucking face. Okay, so they cover this up with they drive into fog. No one can see. Because everyone starts doing their like, huh, can't quite see too good kind of eyes. Where they're like squinting and trying to yeah. look. So Michael gets in the back of the pickup truck where there's like several people he like fights with the one the two other ones that are right beside them don't notice he fights with the other one the one left one doesn't notice until he's like huh and turns around and then he's dispatched of and then this has always been up there with the thumb kill for me of he grabs like you said he grabs like his neck and just rips it apart where like the makeup is so great you see like tendons and shit in there yeah. it looks like yeah, it's really good. He's like spewing blood. And then also right here, so good on Rachel. Because how many of these movies of someone finds a car or someone's killed in the car with them, they're like, oh, can't use this car anymore. No, Rachel just pushes the fat redneck out of his own pickup truck. He goes like tumbling down a hill, his body does. And then she's just in the truck. It's like, okay, good on you. Yeah, she takes over driving. Michael's on the top trying to get through the windshield. And they can't shake him. And he headbutts the windshield. Then she finally slams off the brake and Michael goes flying off. They Then they ram him smartly. They just don't go, what do we do? They run up and ram him with the truck. And he flies into like 
I don't know exactly how to describe this. It looks like an old property that's been abandoned and all the like houses and sheds and everything have collapsed on it. Like, yeah. type, like really old and abandoned. Come to find out in Halloween five, it's a old mine. The police are on their way, and Rachel's like, okay, Jamie, stay right here. She talks to the cops, looks down, and Jamie's just sitting right next to her uncle holding his hand. Fucking Jamie, man. Also, during that whole car chase, we get about 50, Jamie, Rachel's back and forth. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fucking annoying. Um, But yeah, Rachel's like, okay, I'm going to leave you alone, little girl. You stay. No one can stay in this movie. No one follows directions. Michael doesn't. Jamie doesn't. No wonder they're related. Um, but yeah, she goes down to hold his hand because at this point, like we even see like Michael has his knife in his one hand and it like loosens, like he like, isn't like holding on to it anymore. Like almost like, Oh, maybe he died. And then like, Rachel's like, Jamie, get away from him because Michael's like re grabbed the knife and stands up. And I love the cops just like hit the deck basically. And she just falls down while they unload all their guns on Michael again. And I love Michael's reaction to getting shot. Cause he's like, ugh, 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 <laughs> yeah, they shoot him a thousand times. And then the ground just gives way under him and he collapses into the ground. Yeah. And Michael's dead. That's it. Uh, wow. They did it. I like this ending. Cause it's one that can end a movie, but we know he's coming back for a, a franchise style. That's actually a good, uh, slasher series ending where you didn't make it where how the hell are we bringing him back because we know we're doing more but it's also right. not like they just didn't end it either exactly yeah I agree with you it's not the worst for sure um, then they all go back to Rachel's house and Loomis walks in they're like is he dead so it's like yes he's dead and buried the evil is gone <laughs> and the mom's gonna go up takes jamie upstairs to like get her bath ready and everything because she has blood and stuff all over well, and everything's mom, real happy the mom goes up with jamie to like get her cleaned up and she's like uh dad you stay with rachel rachel has this giant blood smear on her cheek that no one's cleaned off yet and she's just staring off into space like <laughs> yeah she's gone through hell but the Yet a POV cam upstairs. Little hand grabs these scissors and pulls the mask down. So shot through the clown mask and goes up and you don't see her stab the mom, but you hear the scream. Loomis runs to the bottom of the steps, looks up and sees little killer Jamie holding the scissors. No, no, no. As he's like raising the gun to shoot the little girl and the sheriff like knocks the gun out of his hand. And his face is so beet red. You see all the veins in his forehead. He's gotten himself so worked up. He's just like, because then he's like just crying. He's like, because <laughs> now the evil is in Jamie. And because she's standing at the top of the steps with the bloody knife and the clown costume. There's blood all over and she raises the scissors up. Yep. And then credits on Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. I have been so, so excited to get to do the Loomis no, no thing so much. I've been doing it to myself for, like, the last week. 
I appreciate it because I thought my ears were going to hurt when you did it. I thought that this morning when I woke up. I'm like, Brett's going to do the no super loud and my ears are going to hurt. So thank you. I appreciate well, that you didn't blow my eardrums out. Well, because this isn't like a troll too. Like, <laughs> this is a Dr. Loomis oh old man. No. I remember that troll two episode, dude. When you did that scream, I was like, ah! Yeah, I remember you being like, don't peek the mic. And say, oh my god! <laughs> Alright, yeah, Halloween 4 is a great time and a great way to kick off this year's October. Uh, you ready for Count of the Dead? Yeah, I mean, just really quick, just to end off Halloween 4. Like I said, it's one at the beginning. It's like, oh, I bought Halloween 1 and 2. I'm not going to buy 3. What's next? 4. Okay, I'm going to buy this one. And I remember always hating 5. I started off, I didn't love for the atmosphere like i said i always loved some of the character stuff really annoys me even to this day like as you can probably tell yeah i've come around though to loving halloween four it's a go-to it's a good it's a great go-to the atmosphere like i said so many times is so great the story is just like batshit crazy and actually just like fun yeah see i actually I don't think it's a bad movie, what I'm about to reference, but I just don't think it's great, is Halloween 2. I think it's fine. It doesn't stand out to me or anything. So, if we're going in order, I love the first one. The right. second one, I just think it's fine. It's, it's nothing okay. special. I'm honestly there with you. It's okay. Yeah. And then 3 is its own thing. And so this, like, is my favorite, like, of the sequels at this point. You know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, a sequel to the original. So yeah. I actually quite like this movie a lot. I've always really liked this one. Yeah, I'm so glad that we got to cover it. Yeah, let's get to the count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. Alright, the Throbbing Horror Count of the Dead's where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers? Like you said, with that police station scene, it makes it seem like 50 people died, but like we only see the one. So like you said, we can only really count one. Ambulance, we did see all four. We saw the two in the front when they pulled out, and we saw the paramedics, yeah. so I know they all died. Yeah. I'm going to say 14. 14's pretty good guess. It is not the correct guess. Oh. It was 16. Oh, nice. I will not argue with more death. Wes Craig, Scout of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're going to do my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. So we know how bad the mask is in this movie. Yeah. To the point of we were like, we would rather them not use the OG like mask that we know and have his head bandaged up because it looked better. So we're going to do the Myers masks in the Halloween franchise. Okay. Makes sense. So a number one version of the Myers mask, the worst version, there's so many. You could say this one. You could say the part five weird Nicolas Cage mask. I'm going to go with shitty CGI mask from H2O, I believe it was. That's, that's where I think. Was it that or was it Resurrection? I think it was H2O. Oh, no, yeah, it is. Okay. Because in H2O, they use like four different masks and you see all of them at some point. It's uh, horrible. Okay. Um, so a number one version is that shitty CGI mask that they stuck in there. It looks so bad. Yeah. The number 10 version, you would think 
I would say the original version, OG 78. Oh, you're not going to, oh, you're going to make some people really mad right here, Brett. I'm going to say just because of how awesome it looks, the 2018 Halloween mask. Oh, the old worn out one. That one is pretty love cool it. Looking. I love it so much. It looks so awesome. Even how like I'm not a huge fan of Halloween ends. The mask looks cool, though. Yeah. You know, I'm not um, giving the movie any credit. I'm going to take a point away. For how many times it's Rachel, Jamie. It's so fucking annoying. Yes. Um, and then there was something else I, I was going to take a point away for, but I forget. I probably mentioned it. So I'm going to give this an eight out of 10. It's okay. quite a lot of fun. Um, at one point I'm like, is this like a 10? And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's not great. It's really good, though. It's fun. It's really great. It's a great go-to for me. But yeah, I'm going to give it a nice solid 8 out of 10. Brett, here's my evidence. I also went 8 out of 10. Hey, look at that. So, it's yeah, that no, perfect it's a great kind of time. movie. I've rewatched this a ton of times. I have a good time every time I watch it. I know it's not my favorite, but it's upper tier Halloween for me. And it's almost just how great Loomis is in it. Yeah, really he's really amazing. a driving force behind it. Man, like, him and, like, anything with Michael's always good. But you also, in a Halloween movie, you never actually get that much Michael or else it'd be a weird movie. Yeah. Like, you have him in the big parts and, like, stalking around. So, with our, lack of a better term, our human cast, Loomis makes this so good. Oh, yeah, he definitely, it doesn't make it, like, uh, let's say, like, a Friday the 13th Part 7. Where it's like, I don't really like any of these people. Like, I just want to see them die. You're like, I like Loomis. Yeah. But unless you have anything else, man. No, man. Welcome to Throbtober, people. You're going to have more episodes this month than any other month of the year. We're keeping them coming for you. I don't think we hit 31, but we got a lot coming for you. Oh, yeah. And we're still working away at it, even up until and into October. Um so excited that Throbtober's back. This is our time of year. This is Brett from Dimension Z at his peak power right now. I am peaking with energy. <laughs> but yeah, go out there, carve a pumpkin, fuck it, get really into Halloween, literally. Yeah. And we hope that Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers, has left your brain throbbing with horror. Ah, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else. Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.